This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. My name is Tom Jacobs. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel uh, on the web at tdjacobs.com. And um, uh, in person in Tucson, Arizona. And uh, I'm excited to bring this show to you tonight. It's an interesting uh, concept, this idea uh, as outside, so inside. I update the the old traditional astrological maxim that's been around, you know, since the olden uh, the olden days, as above, so below, looking at the resonance of the energies of the planets and how our lives are affected. And I update this, and I've been doing this for a number of years, um, so this is kind of something I think about constantly, <laughs> and I'm always teaching people in one way or another. But for the show tonight, I just want, want to jump straight into it to give you, uh, to give you kind of the undiluted juice. Um, and the idea is that whatever's happening in the world around you is in fact a manifestation of the energies that are, you know, constellated, aligned, functioning within you. So my challenge to you tonight, and when I uh, give you the number to call in, I want you to call in with your questions, and I want you to bring me, have your birth date already, you know, uh, day, month, year, time of day, and uh, location, you know, city, state, uh, country. But I want you to think about an external event that in your life right now that you cannot possibly imagine how that could be a creation of something inside you, <laughs> how that could, you know, you can't imagine, you can't fathom how this thing could possibly be a creation of yours. Uh, this whole idea is uh, is based in the the teachings that I get from the Ascended Master Jehudi uh, around which a lot of my work is structured because this conversation about soul that I've been exposing you to as an audience since uh, early October of last year, and in my work, you know, for the last almost decade, this conversation about soul asks you to, you know, to play with me, to participate in this conversation. You are asked to change your worldview. And in a lot of metaphysical circles, there is this uh, wisdom coming through that what happens around you is a result of your choices and your beliefs. And I'm taking that into – very directly, I've been taking that for years into astrology. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, and everybody has uh, situations and experiences in their life, uh, positive and negative or helpful and joyful and also painful and excruciatingly annoying that um, may not be understood as manifestations of what's happening in your energy field or your consciousness, which is to say in your in your kind of how how consciousness works within you, but how you are believing in things or not believing in things, you know, the world around you being uh, reflective of your beliefs. So that's kind of what the show is about today. Um, I'm excited about it because it, it takes us into this meta conversation about how astrology can be used to actually help you uh, in your day-to-day life and help you learn 
how to understand your soul's journey, you know, basically what the, the divine, you know, consciousness, divine intelligence, goddess, god, all that is, is doing through you. Basically, you're a portion of the divine learning through certain life experiences. And so the more you understand about that, the more conscious you can be about how those things unfold. So what you're going to hear tonight, uh, when I'm not talking to callers, but I want you to call, but, but in the, in the you know, interstitial moments, what you're going to hear is really the inspiration for why I do what I do and how I've basically saved my emotional life many times through this through this practice. So I want to you know give this to you so you can empower yourself too. So that's the roadmap. That's kind of the, the big view. A um, couple announcements. First, today is uh, August 1st, 2013. So today until August 4th, just four days only, today, Thursday through this Sunday, I'm doing a consultation sale on a 60-minute consultation. So just woke up this morning and was inspired to do this, to bring you in, to draw you in, as many people uh, as want to have this this reading with me. Um, and it's for one chart, so it's not a relationship reading or many charts or anything like that. But the energy work, the channeling, the messages from your spirit guides, the diagnosing issues in your chakras, talking to inner kids and past lives, oh, and also evolutionary astrology – and, and talk about soul. All of that is included in this and, and all of my sessions, if people want that uh, when they talk to me. Um, so that's all available. And for the next four days, you can book it now. And I'm not going to have time to talk to all of you know everybody who wants one in the next four days. But book it now and have it sometime in August. And uh, the cost is 100 bucks down for these four days from 180 So take advantage of that. Um, I know a number of you are going to be listening to this long after the fact as a podcast, but for those of you who are listening live, I invite you to take me up on this and get information that's going to help you change your life for the better. Uh, this is a, this is a great opportunity. So that's the first uh, that's the first thing. How you do that is go to my blog tdjacobs.com forward slash blog and look for the post from today that says you know what I've just been talking about. There is a link in there uh, separate from my site. There's a link in that blog post. Uh, to the to the PayPal dealio, and if you don't like PayPal, you can call me with a card number, or you can um, yeah. So one of those two options. Um, next announcement: I'm a, I've officially announced the Family Sessions course for uh, three weeks in September, starting on the, September 8th, and this is um, this is terrific. I'm I'm so jazzed about this because um, another thing that I've been working on for years, in addition to the material you're going to hear tonight is the approach to helping people understand soul contracts within family so they can have more peace. So that even if things are rocky, even if there's misunderstandings and, you know, an ability to really connect with people, that you, an individual, can understand how to understand these relationships. What is the point between the souls, plural, uh, to have this dynamic. What is the point? What is, you know, the soul trying to get done, uh, with these other people and in these particular dynamics? Um, it's a fascinating course. Read the flyer on tdjacobs.com. That's linked from the homepage, uh, on the right hand side. And the last announcement is this coming Monday, August 5th, 6 p.m. Pacific is a free call I'm offering on, uh, the channeled book, Goddess, Past, Present, and Future. The third in a series of four calls on Mondays in the summer, one each month, uh, and because uh, I put out four channel books, I want you to get exposure to these books. I want you to buy these books. I want you to let uh, this information come in to your field and change how you see the world. 
evolution <laughs> does, I would I say this probably every show, but evolution does not happen through wishing for the best, hoping something awful goes away, you know, singing nice songs and being in your upper chakras. That's not evolution. It's knowing who you are. It's understanding what you're here to do, accepting and working in a conscious, loving way with shadow parts. It's becoming empowered to do your business here on this planet. And these books, the, the vibration that comes through these books, I'm telling you, even if you don't read them, if you have this book, uh, the vibration will, will affect you in positive ways. If you actually read it, of course, you're ahead of the game. <laughs> but even people just having the book before they've opened it, they can feel it. They can feel something's happening there. Uh, and I want you to get to know uh, Jehudi, the Ascended Master, as he comes through me, also known as Thoth and St. Germain. So uh, so that call is uh, for an hour this week. Now, uh, God is Past, Present, and Future, that volume – oh, and by the way, all four volumes are um, – they are approaching love, understanding loss and death. We had each of those two calls in June and July, respectively. Uh, God is Past, Present, and Future, and then the fourth one is Conscious Revolution – tools for 2012 and beyond. As a set, they are intended by Jehudi to rocket you into your evolution by cleaning up your consciousness, releasing the past, understanding relationships, dealing with fears about death and the grief uh, of lose, having lost people. Um, you know, Goddess, past, present, and future specifically is about healing the imbalance between masculine and feminine that has a lot of humans bent out of shape and pained on a daily if not hourly basis. Um, patriarchy becomes a four-letter word, you know, a bad word, and we're angry, we're upset about how, you know, the stereotypes about, and the archetypes about how, um, you know, men treat women or how the establishment treats women or, or doesn't treat men. And all these things can be healed. And what Jehudi does in this book is explains a tremendous amount about us as beings containing a balance between two energies, that every human has a balance between two energies, masculine and feminine. Masculine energy does, and feminine energy is. So whenever there is a perception of uh, bifurcation or a perception that there are two energies as opposed to two that worked in tandem within one being, then if somebody, in other words, identifies as masculine and somebody else as feminine, the masculine will, even with the best intentions, always seek to direct, shape, and ultimately control the feminine, which is just seeking to be, to naturally unfold. So this book uh, is very close to my heart. All the channel books are important, but this particular one zaps into um, uh, healing sexual violence, which is a global problem. The effects, like how many people, you know, how, what are the stats on how many uh, women have been abused? How many women have experienced sexual violence? What are the stats on how many men, adult or children? You know, this, this is a global problem. And so this book is, um, this book is about, is about healing this, about understanding what patriarchy is, who we are as divine beings, how we've kind of taken sides so that goddess and God as a whole can learn about these issues. Give you know, a big intro to this call because I am I'm very excited. So I want you to call in. It's a free call, 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, on uh, Monday, August 5th. And and afterwards, you'll be able to get the recording. But part of the call is to for you to be able to ask questions about the book if you've read it or about the concepts I'm talking about because I'll give you some overviews and read some passages to give you a feel for what it is and, and what it can do for you. Whew. 
okay. So that those are all my announcements. Yeah, I could just like give you an announcement for an hour on that call. <laughs> the Goddess book is so uh, incredible, and I also um, right after I published it, I went on a channeling tour about two years ago, and did a number of events called the Return of the Goddess. And one of those events from Eugene, Oregon, is available as an MP3 through tdjacobs.com forward slash media.html. Uh, it's in the list with a ton of other channeled uh, audio. Um, and then one of the events I did that year uh, in Portland on uh, conscious communion, healing healing sex, healing sexual issues, uh, that transcription is included in uh, in the goddess book, in this goddess book. So it's it covers a tremendous amount of ground with uh, coming into more consciousness about goddess energy and how to inhabit it, how to end the patriarchy in our daily lives by uh, ending the bifurcation between masculine and feminine within our consciousness. Now I'm really done with that announcement. Okay, great. So let's move on. So this, um, I'm going to give you the number uh, to call in. Um, it's 877 877- Two three zero three zero six two, and we do have one caller. Uh, Amanda, are you there? Hi, yes, I'm here. Hi, great, Amanda. Let me get your data in. Is it okay if I show your data with our listeners so they can follow along? Oh, sure. Thank you. Uh, it is uh, September seventeenth, nineteen sixty-eight. Yes. At uh, six twenty a.m. in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Let me see if yeah. I can type correctly enough to get that in there. And um, what's your what's your question? Okay, I was really curious about what was going on in the eighth house, um, the na- in my natal chart. I mm-hmm. really haven't been able to get a really good uh, feel or explanation as to what that even represents, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. why it's opposite the the other half of my chart. Why why Saturn is retrograde and why it's in the opposite why it's opposite everything uh, else in okay. my chart. All right. Okay. So let me just, uh, it's taking a while to come up here, but when I do, I'll be able to jump right in. Okay, so you have retrograde Saturn in Aries in the 8th. And yeah, it's opposing uh, Venus, Mercury in Libra in the 2nd, and also Pallas Athena, an asteroid there. Um, Let me just kind of take a look. So 7th and 8th. Yeah, your 7th and 8th are actually, um, there's a lot going on in your 7th and 8th houses. Because... um, let me just start with the seventh. Just say that the north node is there, which means that an opportunity for evolution is to come into the seventh house, which is learning cooperation. But in Aries, you have to kind of trim the fat and get rid of stuff that doesn't work and say no a lot more than you say yes. So that's kind of a baseline of your seventh. You know, but your south node's in the opposite place, so you spend a great deal of time being independent, perhaps working with others. It's in Libra, being a peacemaker, diplomat, whatever. But um, the North Node is in learning true cooperation, not being somebody who can give and so you give, but learning to build something with other people. And because it's in Aries, you have to learn to say no much more than you say yes to other people. So that's like a major thing about your seven. And that's really hard. Yeah, yeah. It's about developing courage to say no, essentially. So I would invite you to just be patient with yourself and recognize the opportunities where part of you says, wait, now I feel like a deer in the headlights and I couldn't possibly speak up. And just navigating that and saying, you know what, it's okay for me to speak up. It's all right for me to to say and kind of coaxing yourself into that. You don't have to do a 180 overnight, but look for the little things in your day-to-day life to, you know, as, as opportunities for exploration 
of when it's the right time to say no. But you say no, thank you. That's the other thing. You may have a, an idea that it would be mean or cruel. Or you'd have to be harsh if you say no. You can actually say no and saying, look, loved one, I actually just can't do that for you this month. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Sounds easy. It sounds easy. Well, for you, it's something to grow into. That's So that, that's your seventh house. And then Chiron is conjunct the North Node. And that has a lot to do with learning to process emotion and to be sensitive to other people, but also to gently say no. So it's like you'll, you'll also have an ability to, to imagine probably very accurately the effect of you saying no to somebody. Like you have that ability because you have a sensitivity to that. You don't want to hurt people. No, a normal human thing with the volume cranked up in you, I really don't want to hurt people because if I hurt them, I feel it just as strongly as they feel it. Right. Yeah. But here you go. New model would be, I love you and I can't do that for you. Or, hey, you know what? You asked me to help you with this thing, but what I can really do, where I'd be most effective, is in referring you to one of three other people who can actually help you with that. So that's another being sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. You see that. Completely. Right, because you might think, especially with Pluto's son in Virgo in the first, you know, you might think you're the person who has to do every and and South Node in the first, though it's in Libra, that 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 all responsibility falls to you. That's a karmic trap. So so change your belief about what you're responsible for, and you'll be able to say no to people. That's the seventh house and first house for you. All that makes sense. Yes, completely. Okay, completely. Okay, and but it seems like it's a lifetime. It's a lifetime worth of work. That's right. That's right. And if you're studying astrology and for everybody else out there listening, that is what the North Node is about, a lifetime worth of work because you prefer the South Node. You do not want to grow into the North Node. So it's normal that you have that resistance and perhaps deer in the headlights thing about it. But um, yeah, would you mind sticking with me while I take a break and we'll come right back and answer the eighth house thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. So everybody stick with me. I'm Tom Jacobs and this is A Soul's Journey. We'll be right back. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred, and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. We all need support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, 
a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. back to the soul's journey this is tom jacobs uh, evolutionary astrologer and channel from tdjacobs.com and today i'm uh, talking uh, actually right now we have uh, amanda a caller on hold so uh, we talked about her seventh house she wanted to know what was going on in the seventh and eighth Uh, so let's talk about your eighth house amanda with with saturn there you're naturally going to draw intimate partners of various kinds including friends and business associates that you have to do um, share things with but friends with whom you're vulnerable and whom you trust you're naturally going to draw saturn energy to you so um on the face of it that's just it just means that it's important for you um, to be really intentional about what reflection you take from them because a part of you may feel that is a little harsh or off-putting like it may be challenging for you to really open to trust and, and sometimes because you oh, may yeah. drop yeah because you'll you'll draw saturn to you which can be, seem cold or distant or uh saturn people are very um uh, structured and they are very uh, they're thinking about the long term in practical terms and okay. they can be they can be very critical and that you know they can be very critical. So you might actually have drawn a partner or a spouse and a bunch of friends over the over the course of your life who um, are rigid. You know they might have a sense of well, very black and white. Well, this <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So this yeah. is the default. This is the default. If you want to achieve your goal, you know, like uh, the voice of like uh, Jacob Marley or Ebenezer Scrooge or something like, then you must work hard over time. You know this kind of thing about. Oh, the drudgery of hard work or something. So you'll naturally draw that. That's the default. What it, what it, the long lifetime, you know, work, because Saturn asks us to work and our natal Saturns ask us to develop something over time. For you, it is the right people to interact with and to trust and to share resources with. Okay. So, okay. So, so you should, it's time, it's good for you to be intentional. And have a kind of uh, some boundaries about what kind of behavior 
is okay in other people that and i'm not saying like that you should admonish them or shame them for being a certain way but what do you want in your life you're going to draw saturn so what saturn keywords would you prefer and i i recommend that you um look up different saturn keywords and kind of pick and choose what works best for you because you have the criticism and the harshness and the coldness structure rigidity as well as um uh concrete nurturing as you know as well as supportive you know and so there are all these wonderful things about saturn as well and so um and actually i'll, I'll recommend uh, my own saturn book saturn returns it's not just about returns uh it's also about um our relationship with saturn do we do we feel the judge and the critic or do we feel a nurturing parent or 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 other kind of adult figure but but essentially i'd love for you to 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 transform how you think about saturn so gain some positive oh. keywords and set some intentions that's that's going to be big now all that said saturn is opposing the south node ruler venus for you which means that in a bunch of lives you can be confounded by this so oh. i want to i want to acknowledge it's not just a personality thing it's also a deep emotional thing that happens in a bunch of lives and okay. this will and this will this will lead you into well i can have relationships that i enjoy but i might not really be able to tell my partner what's happening i might not really be able to open up and trust it's a it's a multi-life issue for you so think about people who have been close to you but distant you know in your life but cold think about those kinds of people and 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 don't take it personally. Have you ever taken it personally when you, you can't get warmth from the person uh, you're with? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. That's like a, a daily struggle, yes. A daily struggle. Yeah, so it's uh, – actually, you should you should call me for one of these discounted readings, and I'll help you get, because it's like – because it's just, it's just such a deep issue. It, it'll come, come up in a bunch of lives. And so for you to change your relationship with Saturn is going to be a huge thing about it. And, and, and ultimately, when it comes down to it, for you to learn to negotiate with wisdom and intelligence and grace with your partner and know that – you know, it might look like the other person has all the power all the time, but you're there, you're an equal, and so kind of transforming those relationships into ones of equality where negotiation must take place. And that, that perspective of, well, if I can't, it should be changed. Like, if there's any party that says, well, I mean, I can't get what I need, so what am I supposed to be doing here? You know, it's a, it's it's an invitation for you to learn how to negotiate and stand up for yourself in a loving way. Like that's what this really calls for. Um, I see. But the other person may be gruff and grumbling and the head behind the newspaper and I don't want to hear it. And it's like you have to open the door through love and compassion and get that person to see you as you're showing up. You know, not I as see. this person who's trying to interrupt me reading the sports. Or something. I'm not trying to be unfair to the person you're with, but oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Does the does the retrograde pattern does that have any effect whatsoever? Yes, it does. It means that um, the the Saturn people you feel blocked by um, could evolve. (laughs) Could evolve. Like there's this kind of like the way they're doing it. It would be really good for them to open up and explore new avenues, meaning since you're there, if you're going to, you know, you're in that person's life, you're going to take the steps to evolve this 
things have to change. Not like, you know, because of, uh, you know, my hands are on my hips, they have to change. But like, if you change, the other person will change as well. It will be beneficial for everybody. That That's this level of the retrograde is, is, is that. Natally, just without the idea of relationship, your Saturn retrograde in the ace says that you have to figure out your own way of establishing trust. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, like, other people's ideas of it or ways of doing it won't work for you. Like one example is, you know, let's say that you, when you were 20, you asked an older person in your life, well, what is, you know, what does it mean to trust somebody? How do you know you can trust somebody? And that person with age and wisdom and experience says, you know what? If you've known that person, just a random example, random story. If you've known that person for two years and that person has always been true to you and always told the truth and always been there for you, you can trust him or her. But like for you, it's retrograde. So it has to work a little differently. Your criteria for what's trustworthy should evolve over time but be unique. Okay. That's okay. what it means. What does it mean to be Makes trustworthy? Sense. For you, it's different. Makes yeah. Sense. yeah. So Makes, what I say with that is you, you make a pastiche or a collage out of different ideas to make it your own. and Because nobody else's idea of what trust is is ever going to work for you. That's the retrograde effect. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. I've, I've never, that's one aspect of my chart I've never really understood. Uh-huh. And I, and, and it's just been, it's been mind-boggling, even with the charts, <laughs> with the, um, with the electronic charts that you, we download online or whatever. Yes. It just, it never, there's never really an explanation that kind of describes what's going on with me in the eighth house. Yeah. So that, yeah. that totally makes sense. Great. Well, thank you for calling, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Good luck to you. Bye-bye. So um, uh, now I'm going to take that story, and I hope Amanda's still listening, so she can she can get the other the other part of this. Um, but I want to, since the show, the intention is to be about what's outside versus what's inside. You know, this kind of you know what's happening around you is in fact a generation of what's in your field. In this case, Amanda will draw to her Saturn people. You know, opposing the South Node ruler means that in a bunch of lives, she will feel she herself will feel opposed by Saturn people. So that can be the effect of, you know, your, your Venus with Mercury and Libra in the second, and you're saying, oh, well, I really enjoy this. I love to do this with my time and my money, which are resources in the second house. And this external thing can be a person saying, why do you waste that money? Who do you, why do you, money doesn't grow on trees. You know, and you're like, but I enjoy it. And the person says, but practicality, you know, this kind of voice that blocks you or challenges you at every turn. So the external thing, we think that would be, it would be very, I should say it this way, it would be very easy for Amanda to see those people as, uh, you know, well, <laughs> real, <laughs> as, as, you know, this dynamic as something meaningful beyond what it actually is. And what it can do over a bunch of lives is make a person say, well, maybe I don't deserve to really enjoy this thing. Libra in the second. There's a lot of sensual, physical pleasure with Libra in the second, especially South Node ruler Venus there with Mercury loves to talk about what she enjoys. You know, that's, you know, and like explore it and the tactile sensation, Mercury, Venus together touching, tactile sensation. And um, it's a lot of creative energy, but also that kind of sensual enjoyment energy, you know, this kind of uh, Venus in the second, Taurus energy. So so anyway, other people saying the harsh reality is this, it can seem that she can't enjoy things that will lead to beliefs, perhaps, and many people it would, that she shouldn't really enjoy 
what she is prone to enjoy, what she tends to enjoy. Now, this whole idea of what's happening around you being within you, she's carrying a need to learn to negotiate with Saturn people, as I told her. So um, she will draw Saturn people, so she learns how to negotiate. <laughs> so she learns how to communicate better with them and to not deny who she is and what she needs because they have a different opinion. They have a different perspective. They maybe don't Saturn and Aries very focused on certain things, not you know about enjoying things. <laughs> uh, and also in the eighth house, the idea of shared resources. You know, if Amanda is somebody who's married or partnered, then you know the eighth house Saturn is going to come in of the reality, the practicality, this perspective that has to do with shared resources. And even if she has her own money, the opinion of the other may you know may be put on her because of the shared idea. So so anyway, it's inside her. It's in her chart. Saturn the eighth Aries in ret- is retrograde in her own chart. So within her consciousness, within her field, she is vibrating Saturn opposing Venus Mercury. So that kind of conversation I just had with her was to let her, you know, was to let her know this. Try try to share this perspective of um, this other person is actually in a very important teacher. All people who fit this pattern for her will be incredibly important teachers so that she can learn beaten down, stepped on, squashed by Saturn, the energy of Saturn, and so that she can continue enjoying being alive and laughing and exploring sensuality and touch and play and smelling nice and looking good and creativity and all these things. Um, So she can enjoy those things, but understand that she's going to draw Saturn to her. So what kind of Saturn does she want around her? And as I said, uh, with this particular example, I mentioned it briefly to her, but but I want to say something else because um, I just have this kind of, um, I don't know, it's like a pee under my mattress pile about how we do Saturn. This is why I wrote the Saturn Returns book. Uh, the subtitle is Thinking Astrologically. You can get it on Amazon and Kindle and through tdjacobs.com. And um, it's about, I mean, it's you know ostensibly about Saturn Returns, these maturation things, about 29 and a half years of age and about 58 years of age. But it's really about altering our relationship with Saturn from the critic and the judge into a supportive, helpful figure. And one example is that um, that Amanda would would attract is somebody who says, "Well, that's impractical," and the kind of you know stodgy, uh, stick in the mud, poo pooing voice that's just depressing when it comes down to it. But but if she can understand what the energy is about, she can actually open it up to draw other people who reflect, which is an opposition keyword, right? Blocking, challenging are keywords for oppositions, but also reflection. People who say to her, "Oh, well, that." That actually sounds interesting. You know, have you considered this detail? <laughs> have you considered this possibility? How, how, you know, can I help you figure out how to structure the thing so you can get to the goal? That is Saturn too. And opposing her, the ideal is that they see about her situation and what she's doing and saying what she cannot see. But over the course of many lives, it will look like people are criticizing and poo-pooing her and that perhaps she may develop some weird beliefs as anybody would, it's not picking on Amanda, but that, that, that say, well, maybe I deserve that. Maybe I'm supposed to be held back, and it's not true. So I'm going to give you the number and then take the second break. Uh, the number to call uh, with your question, 877-230-3062. Call me with an external circumstance in your life that you cannot imagine 
taking responsibility for <laughs> as a reflection of your inner world. That's what I want to talk about tonight. 877-230-3062. And uh, stick with me. I'm Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And this is The Soul's Journey, and I'll be right back. support on the spiritual path. Raising consciousness is a must if we are to shed paradigms, beliefs, and habits that do not serve us. Tom Jacobs, host of The Soul's Journey, brings through Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth and St. Germain, each month near the full moon to support and boost your evolution. Each call includes a deep grounding process, empowering affirmations to release stagnant or borrowed energies, emotions, and beliefs, and energy work on each caller to further healing, evolution, and growth. These monthly events are refreshing, profound, cathartic, deep, and fun. Get the details on the next full moon grounding and release call with Ascended Master Jehudi and MP3s of past calls at tdjacobs.com Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. My name is Tom Jacobs, and I live on the web at tdjacobs.com uh, and on the planet in uh, Tucson, Arizona. And uh, I'm taking your calls tonight, uh, so give me a call at 877-230-3062, and have your birth date ready, and uh, bring a question about something in your external life 
that you cannot imagine is a creation of you as a divine being. Like, like when, you know, we talk in metaphysical circles about taking responsibility for what we're experiencing and owning it and, you know, understanding that, that our external lives are reflections of our internal lives. I want to shed light for you on something you think is happening to you. <laughs> that you're actually creating. And I want to give you some insights and ideas. And that, that's really the job that I have, right? Because I can, you know, in general, doing astrological counseling and channeling work for people is to help them, to help you understand uh, how your life is a creation of your soul and of the uh, the energies that you're vibrating. And, and as one, uh, just one side note, speaking of that, uh, a couple of days ago, I, I uh, recorded next week's show. I channeled uh, the Ascended Master Jehudi, on uh, Jupiter and Cancer and dealing with emotions, but the the the, the approach he takes has it starts with how you are an energetic being experiencing energy and responding with emotion. So that's just a note since I just said this thing about you know we're vibrating in the world. So you want to check that out next week. Uh, Ascended Master Jehudi talking about Jupiter and Cancer. It's really interesting whenever he uh, talks about astrology, uh, even on the monthly full moon uh, grounding and release calls, these meditation opportunities for healing and, and energy work from him. It's interesting when he talks about astrology how he does it. And I've you know he's I kind of um, he's kind of my tutor when it comes to how to understand astrology and soul and the birth chart and, and how things actually work. And um, so sometimes I've thought about it and I've thought that, you know, I went from the human teacher of Stephen Forrest, uh, who's who's really well known for touching a lot of people's lives and, and giving this wonderful approach of evolutionary astrology, uh, his version of it. Uh, and so I went from him to an ascended master. So I kind of feel very, very fortunate as somebody who's, you know, studied astrology between these two individuals. And But it's interesting, the ascended master doing that. So that's next week. Um, um, I'm trying not to give away too much of what he says on the thing, but let me just, uh, just now I'm thinking about it. Um, but this idea of, you know, what's happening inside you, you're essentially every human, you know, carrying this construct of beliefs and energies and emotions that are attached to beliefs. And those become karmas because I define karma, as I tell you just about every week, as, um, beliefs about what what happens to us and those beliefs are attached to the emotional results of our experiences and so you know the stronger uh, an experience and and the more painful it is or the more joyful it is the more it has a chance to become karma you know more or less uh, somewhat cemented or solidified in our fields and the soul's journey too emotional archaeology i give you the imagery of these are bubbles in your field with stickers on them, with labels, and they're floating around. And when something gets triggered, a karma is triggered, this thing comes to the surface. But you can actually change the label on it and then ultimately release the bubble by changing your belief about what's happening. And anyway, um, you're vibrating um, – one of the examples I use in that in that uh, in that book actually is a silly example. Uh, one of the participants, Michael, showed up uh, wearing a black shirt, and I was using this example of belief. And I said, um, "Well, let's say that I have a, a problem trusting men who wear black shirts. It's a stupid thing, but um, people who have a different skin color than I do, you know, people who um, have tons of money, people who have no money." Uh, pe- you know, people who have letters after their name, like whatever it is, like we have these things about these beliefs about the, the way the world works and who other people are. So any of these beliefs that we carry, 
um, you know, somebody won't listen to me or nobody hears me or I always break this, you know, I always uh, break objects or I drop things or I'm accident prone. Any belief like that, I mean, uh, it's not who you are, but you may carry it to the point where you are broadcasting this signal. Uh, actually, you know, I use this example all the time, um, being accident prone. And I, and I was accident prone, uh, for a good portion of my life. Um, and I have like, you know, what I think are tons of scars to sh- to show for it, um, but um, you know, doing that seemed like my doing, but um, but being accident prone, I didn't f- believe that I was safe, and it took me you know more than three decades to figure it out, and this was a big thing for me in changing my own karma, changing my beliefs about what's happening. So I was broadcasting a belief that I wasn't safe, that had to do with different things associated with events from different lives, including this one. But I found the belief. I isolated what the belief was that caused the thing. When I stopped that, when I changed the belief, I stopped being accident-prone. Things still happen sometimes. Uh, sometimes I have a little Mars Uranus in the first uh, you know, a burst of energy that can kind of make things, you know, create little accidents here and there. But nothing like what I used to experience with uh, just – all kinds of different uh, ridiculous things that if I listed them for you, nobody would believe me. <laughs> you know, you'd, you know, uh, you know, nobody would uh, believe me because it's absurd. But um, so anyway, finding the belief, I was broadcasting. I was able to end the external situation that vexed me, and I mean vexed me. So that's what you know. There's still a few minutes left. You can still call in eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. Something that seems to follow you around. Something that you can't understand why it would possibly happen, let alone keep happening. I guarantee you it's there's a vibration in your field that is a belief wrapped up with an emotion that creates that thing. Yeah. So it's eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. Um it's not a failure of imagination, it's not a lack of intelligence that leads people into getting these beliefs in their field. It's the repeated triggering of a difficult emotional experience as a result of a you know manifest world, a real world experience. But the repeated triggering of it, you, um, you can't figure out why it would be happening. And... Um, uh, I was using an example with Kira, my producer, over the break, and I said at the end, I said, uh, "Wait a minute, I'm getting a complex about this," and she laughed and said, "Don't." <laughs> but, uh, um, but, but, you know, the, we we develop these basically structures in our mind that are these beliefs. You know, this happened because of this. This happened because of that, and uh, and they are complexes. They become complexes. They become, you know, they take form in our consciousness uh, because we invest the meaning in them. So this example of being accident-prone, I just changed my mind. I did the affirmation, I am always safe, and a part of me came forward and said, that's true. And so I kind of appointed that part to help the other parts. You know, I kind of found the part of me that could deal with that affirmation. And the, all the other parts might be sitting there saying, oh, this terrible thing happened, and here's this mountain of evidence about why I'm not safe. Obviously, I'm not safe. And I just decided, just an act of will, which is your power as a divine being, as a, you know, being a human, your decision making, uh, powers. I decided I was safe and I transformed that. In the case of 
a belief about another person or another class of people, a group of people, type of people. Uh, Michael wears a black shirt, and I say, um, oh, yes, I just don't trust men with men wearing black shirts. In that case, you can – the next time you run into a man wearing a black shirt, you can change your mind and not approach that person with this belief. Approach that person as an individual, unique person. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what this person's motivations are. And let's say that four men in black shirts over the course of your life have harmed you. Should you approach that person guarded? Should you avoid that person? No, because then you're reinvesting, or you can if you want. You're free to do whatever you need to do. But you, but I want you to see the choice to invest, you know, to strengthen, to deepen, and to enrich the uh, belief that keeps you from connecting with the other person. This other person might have been guided into your life. This other person might have been synchronistically nudged toward you to tell you something about you you need to know, you know, to offer you an opportunity to tell you something important that you perhaps been wondering about. And I'll tell you if you're, if we're, you know, if we're going to talk about guides, obviously I brought up guides, but one of the things that happens is whatever is out of place in your field, whatever is imbalanced, whatever knots and karmas are there, the beliefs that don't really serve you, all those things are out of place when the guides see you as a divine being. So everything like that needs to be res- unres- needs to be uh, not uh, resolved, but I wanted to say unraveled. Actually, my first podcast that I ever did was called Unraveling Karma, and it was all about this, <laughs> getting to the bottom of the belief and unraveling it. But in this case, if someone's guided to you, people in black shirts may be guided to you more often than people in any other color shirt because you have a thing about it. You're broadcasting this as a problem, and life could be bringing you a bunch of people who – Wear that color shirt who are not problems, who do not bring you any problems. So in other words, you are constantly being guided to and you know, uh, synchronistized into uh, experiences and opportunities to unravel any crummy belief that you have, anything that doesn't work, any non-serving, any unhealthy, out-of-balanced, imbalanced belief that you may have. So in the case of me not feeling safe, I had numerous opportunities to find out it wasn't true. But I walk into the situations believing it's true. It turns out to be true in that moment. And then I get a complex about it. (laughs) I develop a thing about it. Um, Going back to the example of another person or another class or kind of people, men in black shirts. I mean, I'm using this example. It's stupid. Because we don't do that, you know. If we're if we're hurt as a kid by somebody in a black shirt, we don't remember that. You know, it's not what we focus on. But I want to use that as a as a marker for just about anything that you believe about other kinds of people, you know. Um, and it could be anything. It could be anything. I, I remember growing up. Uh, how do I say this and be still be a loving kind of divine being. Basically, um, when I heard people say things like, well, you know how men are, or, oh, well, you know women, that was such a deep and abiding problem for me that I didn't know how to deal with or address, you know, especially being a kid and just being surrounded by, you know, not surrounded completely, but being around other people who had these beliefs and were teaching their own kids, my peers, these beliefs, and just always was a little odd. And now as, you know, as a as a person who is more or less an adult, whatever. Uh, I mean, I am an adult, but I, you know, 
I always feel like eight or ten years old often. That's how I come through as enthusiastic and passionate as like there's like an inner kid that I'm always getting to play through my work. Um, but now as I'm, as I am more or less an adult, um, I'm able to understand, you know, how belief guides our lives. And somebody who might say, well, you know how women are, you know, and have a thing in there about that. Um, that will create scenarios to prove it true in certain moments, which are of course, opportunities to find out that it doesn't have to be true. So all this stuff about about belief and how how are you going to become empowered to live the life that your soul incarnated to live if you are carrying a bunch of beliefs that limit you and carry you, you know, away from what you could do. I think um when you sit down and look at the dynamic potential of every person in terms of every person being a portion of divine creator consciousness. Um, that's where I live. Like that viewpoint is what I strive to, to, you know, adopt and to carry with me. But when I do that, I should say it this way. When I do that, I am utterly amazed at what people are in fact currently already creating left and right. So whatever in your life that you're not happy with, whatever you don't understand how it could possibly be a reflection of you as a divine being, I'm challenging you to get to the bottom of it. And in fact, um, reminding you, I'll remind you now that I'm doing the reading sale. So bring this to me. Some, you know, some question about an experience in your life, a dynamic, a relationship, a pattern that may persist, you know, something in your life that persists, call me for a reading, call me for this discounted reading, take advantage of this, of this sale I'm doing. The last time I did was almost two years ago. So this is not something that, that happens on a regular basis. Um, but, um, get to the bottom of it. Ask me, I will ask your guides. I will look into your chakra system and where somebody's energy is sitting and get rid of it for you and with you. And, uh, I'll tell you what Jehudi has to say about your soul's path. And this is, it's an, it's, the readings with me are actually, uh, really, uh, incredible opportunities to get to the bottom of things. And, and, um, I'm, I'm inviting you to figure out more about yourself as a divine being creating what's happening to you. Eventually, we each will whether in this life or another life, get to the point where we can own all that has happened to us with grace and love and compassion and appreciation for the lessons as divine beings living as humans, learning how to be humans, learning what love is, where it comes from, and who's responsible for giving it to whom. Ultimately, we each get there. Um, my job is to help you fast-track that and clear up uh, the debris and the stuff that uh, challenges you that makes you feel that you're not, that you shouldn't be here, that you don't want to be here, or that you're not quite sure how to interact with others. Like, that's my job. So take advantage of that. Um, today, uh, you can book the sessions today, uh, August 1st through the 4th, and then you can have the reading anytime in August. But the, but the sale price is active for these four days. And you can uh, find that info on my blog, tdjacobs.com forward slash blog. Um, I'll remind you of the other announcements. Uh, the free call this Monday, Goddess, Past, Present, and Future, Monday, August 5th, 6 p.m. Pacific. The call-in details and info on the book itself and how to order it uh, are in my site, uh, my site calendar, tdjacobs.com forward slash time. 
And the last announcement is uh, the Family Sessions course, which will teach you about family contracts, one of my Jupiter and Cancer plotting and scheming uh, manifestations to help you learn more about soul and family and come to peace uh, with, uh, with family and to, uh, to heal those relationships starts uh, Sunday, September 8th. Thanks for joining me. Uh, this is Tom Jacobs, Evolutionary Astrologer and Channel. And keep in touch with me through uh, tdjacobs.com. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.